You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you, you just, just want to ask your mom. mom. Hey, welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Renee Sproles. And I'm Bonnie Blaylock. Well, today's topic is a listener suggestion. We're talking about birthday parties. Yeah. So the idea of someone celebrating their birthday today is pretty non-controversial. Yeah. What, what's wrong with that? Not only that, it's got like a given, really. It is. It's what you do. Mm-hmm. But would you have guessed that in the decades when this tradition was still new, some people resisted it? Well, I can imagine maybe the Puritans. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even that old. So let's talk about that. Yes. Researchers have noted that various birthday party poopers thought that celebrations of birthdays were self-centered and materialistic, that they took attention away from God, and they turned children into brats. Hmm. (laughs) That's an interesting notion. Do you think that's true? (laughs) I think some of their suspicions were correct. I I don't think children are brats because of birthday parties. I don't think it's like like causal. But I think that the materialistic things they were warning about were for sure. Mm, yeah. Like came to be. So anyway, whether you love to throw birthday parties or whether those two words give you a sinking feeling in your stomach, we're here for you today. Yeah, we're here for all of it. It's okay. <laughs> so before we dive into the finer details of kids' birthday parties today, let's just do a little history lesson. We're going to talk about the origin of birthday parties. And so Joe Pinsker at The Atlantic published an article in 2021 that covered the strange origins of American birthday parties. Yeah. So I was so surprised to read that the idea of everyone celebrating a birthday is not very old. It began in the 19th century, maybe around 1860 to 1880. Um, when That's when middle-class Americans started doing it. Well, you think back to keeping records of stuff like that and literacy a lot of people probably couldn't um write or read or fewer at least right and you had your birth the only way you knew your birthday was if somebody happened to record it in the family bible in the bible that's right a lot of people i know several people who don't know exactly what their birthday is Mm -hmm. older generations yeah so So, you know if, if we celebrate it at all we do it kind of around this day we think it was somewhere around here and if you've got 10 12 14 children yeah, that gets unwieldy. And you're not keeping track. I mean... No, it's it's too much. I can see why it's kind of new. Yeah, well, you know, throughout history, there were scattered examples of birthday festivities around the globe, but this was really for rulers like Egyptian pharaohs mm. or powerful members of an upper class. And in the United States of America, birthdays were for rich people or national heroes so we celebrated george washington's birthday but everybody else's birthday if they even knew the date as you said Mm. it was just another day that's funny well it wasn't until the 20th century that it was sort of a tradition nationwide and as you found the song happy birthday is not far beyond its own 100th birthday so it's only been around i don't know half as long as our whole nation has yeah so that had me asking the question what happened yeah how did this even come about and there are two things that uh, mr pinsker found in his research that i thought hmm that rings true to me okay Um, he said that how we view children has changed and how we have viewed the passage of time has changed okay i can see about the children we've kind of seen that shift oh yeah and it's accelerated 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, listen, when we started having fewer children, we could give them more attention. Mm-hmm. We also, with the Industrial Revolution, stopped viewing children as like workers for the family. Right, right. Little, and little tractors is what they were called. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And they were more like something that fulfilled us. We had relationship with them. They were mm-hmm. not pr- primarily to help that economic engine run. Right. More emotional. Yeah. Yeah. It also changed because we kind of viewed the passage of time differently. And I thought this was interesting. I did too. Yes. Clocks in pre-industrial America were rare and seldom accurate. Well, who did they? Um, yeah. It's not like we're we're bouncing them off a satellite and everybody's chiming in you know getting the same time right it's usually the town clock oh yeah that people would set things to if you had a stopwatch or any kind of thing and who had that like a pocket watch or something the more wealthy watch yeah the more wealthy people had that you're right so yeah once household clocks and pocket watches began to be mass produced then the average american could really follow the passage of time Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's better or worse Isn't that weird well it used to be daylight to sunset yeah right? yeah exactly so as they became more aware of how time passed americans began reflecting on their own lives and how time passed in their own lives so schools started using age to separate students into grade remember one room schoolhouse right moved to grades which you know as a homeschooler that hurts my heart, thinking of kids all <laughs> separated out by age. And yeah, and abilities change. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter what the abilities are. You're this age, you're six, so mm-hmm. you're going in this room. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep, and doctors started using age to assess people's health and development. And not coincidentally, this was the same era when people started noting when their birthdays were. So yeah, was that chicken or the egg? Right. Because you have to know your birthday to know what class your kid's going to be in mm-hmm. or to know what to tell your doctor. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, since the birthday celebrations went mainstream, we just kind of gathered up a mishmash of traditions. It's very American of us. Yeah. Let's just pick the best of what we <laughs> like, which I do like that. <laughs> <laughs> so cake is traced back to ancient Roman birthday rites, though uh, some accounts indicate that Americans used to be just as likely to celebrate with fruit. Ooh, with the birthday orange. Bring that back. <laughs> we could use it. I don't have the obesity numbers, but it ain't good, Bonnie. Fruit? Have you? <laughs> Interesting. I'll just have my little birthday strawberry. I mean, it'll be sufficient. That is the common dessert in Italy. I mean, it. That's what you have for dessert is fruit, usually fruit, like a compote kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So candles maybe came from the aristocratic German birthday celebrations, and that went back several hundred years. And the expectation of wrapped gifts. Well, that's a product of good old Western consumerism. Yeah, the birthday gift. Wasn't it enough to just wake up and say, happy birthday. Hey, let's celebrate the day that you're born. Interesting. Right. I mean, Jesus got gifts. Gift for- he did. But I think that's probably where it probably came from when we started saying the gold and the frankincense and the myrrh. Yeah. So maybe you deserve a I Cabbage don't. Patch doll. <laughs> I don't know. And, and 17 other pieces of plastic garbage <laughs> that you're going to have to find a spot for in your house. Well, yeah. Oh, so, okay. So that is all really interesting to me just to know kind of how we got where we are yeah it wasn't always that way Mm-mm. and i never had thought about it until you put it all down <laughs> in paper just didn't occur to me that's just the way we do it so okay let's bring it back to like current 2020s america um planning a birthday party for your child can get more and more stressful and more and more 
time consuming. We're looking at you, Pinterest. Absolutely. And actually, it just might not be what your child really wants Mm. for a celebration. That's true. That's true. Even if you think about the first birthday party, which everybody wants to get on film now because it's so cute to have them grab that first birthday cake, you know, make a big mess with it. That's really fun. Um, But just in the past year or so, we've had a couple of invitations to some first birthday parties. And for us, it was like, oh, isn't that cute? You know, the immediate family is going to come. Whatever. Not anymore. Now it's like a communal, everybody you've ever known gets invited. And there's an Amazon wish list that goes with it and all kinds of stuff for a one-year-old. Yeah. Who has no clue. So how are you going to top that the next year? Right. Right. And the year after that and the year after that. Exactly. So that, I love this question. Thank you, listener, who sent this in because we're just going to break this down and hopefully give you some relief mm-hmm. from feeling like that all has to happen no, every time. No, it does time. not. Absolutely. So I loved what Julie Morgenstern wrote in her book, Time to Parent, Organizing Your Life to Bring Out the Best in Your Child and You. She said this, a, birth, a birthday is a time to enter your child's world. All kids want is for someone to see them and understand them. And that's what I think a birthday celebration is really about. Hmm. I love that. That keeps it simple. We want to be seen and known. Mm -hmm. So this really strikes to the heart of the question about parties, because as we say again and again, before you know if something is working, you need to know what it's for. So let's just say to be seen and to be celebrated is what a birthday party is for. Okay. So it's for the child, Mm -hmm. not for the parents. Correct. I think we forget that in a lot of areas. Because <laughs> it's fun to celebrate your little Johnny and have pictures everywhere and have people like the pictures and be so impressed with what you did mm-hmm. during the mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. It's not. It wasn't never about you. That's right. That's right. So let's say it again. It's celebrating and seeing your child. So, okay, we can break it down. There's, there's like you said, Bonnie, there's like the baby preschool Mm -hmm. birthday parties. There's elementary birthday parties. And then there's middle school and high school birthday parties. So Mm -hmm. what did you do? Well, we did some parties, but we had a mix. So I think our family rule was we tried, if if you had a birthday party one year, then the next year was just going to be family. Oh. So they knew. We're not expecting this kind of a big shebang every single year. I don't remember when exactly we started that. How did you come up with that? But because I was tired. Mm. And I didn't want to have to go through the whole big spiel every year. And and it, I thought it set up expectations. Like I, you know, every year, <laughs> I'm going to have to do the big guest list and the whole thing. And, and that was an expectation. And then what happens when you quit that? You know, how old do you have to be when you stop that? I, right. I don't know. When you leave the house in college, are you still sending stuff in college? Right. Like I, I, I wasn't sure when the line was. So it just kind of got to be, all right, one year we're just going to do a family and friends just close family and then the next year you can have some friends over or do something but we never really did i mean we never did hot air balloons and pony rides and all that kind of did you rent the bounce house stuff no we never had a bounce house we did um well it depends largely on when your child's birthday is so savannah's in the beginning of september so we could still have pool parties for her Mm -hmm. which was nice anything outside so we would do that we do the dreaded Chuck E. Cheese thing every now and then. I love skee ball. Um, I'm here for a Chuck E. Cheese birthday party. I mean, I know I it's assault of the senses. Worst migraine skee ball ever. <laughs> Makes it all worth it, Bonnie. Having it somewhere else is always nice because mm-hmm. then everybody can just leave and you don't mm-hmm. have to clean up. Mm-hmm. Um, her, she said her favorite was Libby Lou. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. They used to have these in Dillard's, and it was like a. A birthday party thing yeah and girls could come and get all glammed up and then they would teach them a little routine and 
yeah dance that was that oh yeah we had that was in a mall um yeah libby lou it's not there anymore it's gone but yeah she said that was her favorite and i was surprised to hear that yeah ben i don't know because ben's birthday was over thanksgiving Mm -hmm. so he never had tell us about your you're giving birth to Ben on Thanksgiving. Have you forgiven us all? School stuff. <laughs> Actually, that year, I think it was the day after. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, never, I didn't have a single visitor. Everybody was doing their family thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, wait, you had a baby? What? <laughs> it was your second one, too. Yeah. So we're all like, yep, yeah, hey, hi, hi, high <laughs> five. We'll see you at the next yeah. small group. Good job. Good job. <laughs> right. So, um, so for him, it would be tricky. Yeah, because yeah, his friends are on vacation. Yeah. And so you kind of had to, he, he, he went with less i guess but he was mm-hmm. fine with that yeah well i kind of felt like yep yeah, we you do a big party that's what you do so we would we did pretty big parties like all our friends from sunday school preschool mm-hmm. they were doing preschool and like houston had an army themed party which i'm really proud of that because was that was the immediate memory i had was um instead of an easter egg hunt it was an army man hunt we threw them all out in the yard the little green mm-hmm. army men which are naturally camouflaged in your oh. grass and under your trees <laughs> And we had a fun cake that a lady from church made, and um, they all came dressed up, and we painted their faces, and we made a pinata. And they had a we did, obstacle course thing that was yes, really fun. Yes, and David built an obstacle course out of just stuff, spare yeah. pieces of lumber and a tire and all Perfect. that kind of thing. It was little boys. very fun, and I know we were doing all of that on a budget. Like To buy the cake was pretty splurgy. For us. Mm-hmm. Then Emma had one, you know, away, like at Discovery Center. Yeah, which is a children's museum here that's really fun Mm -hmm. and active for kids yep and then as i got into elementary school the parties got smaller there was a random like sweet 16 in high school that was a bigger party but yeah we had we had different types of parties and we didn't have social media to compare that's right we did not which was a real lovely thing we did not and we had there was a couple of special ones like for their 16th i remember we did um i went to friends and family and got them to write a special note and then when they woke up that morning they had 16 balloons in their room before they went to school with the note attached to each one and that was just really neat to read through oh i love first thing in the morning before you go to school everybody remembered me so that's fun oh that's beautiful opportunity missed but hey we can find can we find 52 people (laughs) be a lot of balloons (laughs) okay maybe for the grandkids maybe for the grandkids that's a great idea okay so birthdays might mean a little bit something different if your child has a birthday that falls in the school calendar because you could take stuff to school for them now i know you guys didn't get to do this no because taking stuff to school (laughs) is making cupcakes in your kitchen that's right um so we would if they fell during a school year we would be able to take cupcakes and treats to the school class if it's okay with the teacher and um sometimes one or both of us could go in and eat with them in the cafeteria or bring in something cool like chick-fil-a or whatever to eat at the table and when savannah got older bob would usually send flowers or balloons to the school office for her that day so she could carry that around during the day Mm -hmm. which is something nice for dads to do so nice so that's fun if your child has a school year birthday ben of course didn't so he didn't have that if your child has the dreaded december birthday i'm sorry oh because they're the ones that are going to get those hey this is for your birthday and christmas Mm -hmm. don't do that (laughs) let me just say don't do that so what do you think you should they have like a half birthday in the summer i know parents who do that i love that idea because my best friend jana her mom's birthday is um, christmas eve and she really can can very (laughs) well vocalize how much she hates having combo gifts or christmas themed (sighs) birthday gifts oh (laughs) you know when she's in her 70s yeah and she still feels really firmly about that. So if I have bought her a gift, like a candle, I don't do a Christmas scent 
it's like a summery flower scent or something else you Mm -hmm. know to really keep it separate so just something to think about um i think a half birthday is a brilliant idea yeah because now you're in summer how fun is that Mm -hmm. or if your child has a summer birthday and their friends are scattered on vacation you know yeah you just improvise you have the ones that are in town can come and Mm -hmm. whatever i love that well there's lots of things to consider when you're trying to decide okay what are we going to do for birthdays in our house and this is one i didn't consider in the beginning years but what's the personality of your kid so are they introverted or extroverted Uh, when houston was about i don't know five years old he might have been as old as seven i remember him coming to me with his birthday coming up it's the september birthday so he came to me in the summer and he said mom do we have to have a birthday party and i was like are you kidding me i've been that little killing myself yeah. to do these really fun army theme birthday party or whatever else and i said well no honey look what would you really like to do for your birthday and he said i would like to just have a family party and it was just the four of us we lived in indianapolis so mm-hmm. we're talking like there was an extended family around it yeah. was just us and I, that really was like a, a marker in my motherhood where i said okay you really need to understand how your child is designed mm-hmm. by god and what would really speak love to them. And I don't think he hated those big birthday parties, but when he could voice his preference, he just was like, I don't want to do that. And then, you know, through the years, it really just became, okay, a couple of his little guy friends to so come over. So that's a great uh, lesson. Like, don't push Mm-mm. your expectations and whatever, right. because everyone else might be doing it, doesn't need to fly for you. Right. And then, of course, not unsurprisingly, our daughter was very different, extroverted, mm-hmm. loves a party. It really meant a lot to her. And so that was fine and fun. I'm, I wasn't doing one in September anyway. So when November rolled around, mm-hmm. we sometimes did a combo party with a friend and had a big event, you know, at the church building or something fun mm-hmm. like that. And that was kind of fun doing it with another mom. Oh, yeah. Dividing the work. Yes. That is an excellent it idea. Was so fun. It's yes. such a sweet, sweet memory. So. Just consider what would what would you make your child feel seen and celebrated? Mm. Yes, so good. Also, you mentioned it earlier. What is your budget? Mm-hmm. Um, birthday parties can be a big racket, just like weddings and on all the other events. So, are you going to have it at home? Maybe a venue like we talked about. You want to have it at Chuck E. Cheese or some play place somewhere, a park where you don't have to clean up as much, uh, or at a friend's house and do a combo kind of thing. Yeah, we had we had a birthday party when we moved to Indianapolis. Do you remember this, Bonnie? I just remember this planning for this episode. We didn't have very many friends because we had just m- moved there, you know, new. Mm-hmm. And so we just came back home to Murfreesboro and did it at my parents' house. They have a beautiful backyard oh, yeah. and really, mm-hmm. really lovely space to host kids. And we did a detective-themed birthday party for Emma there. Oh, fun. And so use other people's you know use other people's yards use other people's homes who friends of yours who maybe have a better space mm-hmm. um i think that's really fun i, w- I mean for yeah. me i would i mean i know i have the gift of hospitality i love to host and do all that but i th- really do think it would be a beautiful way to be involved in each other's lives yeah i do too and, and a gift for a friend who might return the favor down the road yeah. or whatever if you can if you have it share it yeah so i mean because those venues they get expensive yeah that's why we didn't do them every year i know and then you're you're kind of asking depending on what or where it is you may be asking the parents of the kids who come to chip into and you don't know if they can or can't so yeah yeah that's hard so to gift 
or not to gift? That is the question. (laughs) Some people nowadays, I think more and more, are requesting no gifts. Yeah, so I've seen some creative alternatives just from my mom friends and doing a little research online. Some people take donations. Mm -hmm. I saw one family that requested a book that they could could donate to the library Mm -hmm. or to a children's organization um, or some other uh, maybe child they're sponsoring Mm -hmm. and uh, that's a beautiful idea yeah you um i mean facebook is doing that now people on their birthdays they can do a charitable contribution thing Mm -hmm. fundraiser yeah so if your kid is good with that and that's a great way to talk about all these virtues that we've been trying Mm -hmm. to implement and and foster in our children generosity um giving that kind of thing what a great way to give more than you could have ever given on your own Right. You know, you might raise $100, $200 for some place that you didn't have, you know, set aside in your budget to do. Right. And let that, let that be their choice. What do yeah. you think we can give somebody for for your birthday this year? And maybe also get them something little. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Something small. I mean, you know, you, if you've got a good friend or a grandparent or an aunt, an uncle, they're going to get something. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be empty handed. Right. Okay. And then there are the basics of party planning. And so there's... You know, lots of good resources on like, hey, breaking it down by time, six to eight weeks out, you do this, three <laughs> to five weeks out, you do this, a week before, do this. And I I love that. And I think a lot of people who don't host don't realize like all the thought that goes into mm-hmm. hosting people at your house just to make it a, a really great experience for them. So I appreciate people who have thought through this. So six to eight weeks before your party, you know, it's recommended to choose a date or maybe a handful of dates and start putting feelers out to your very best friends yeah, who, who you want to who, can who come. you want to come mm-hmm. and choose the time of day and choose a theme. We did, you know, you know, one time Emma was into swimming, so we had a you know swimming theme party. I already said the detective theme party. Right, we did that a dress fun. up thing one time. There's, I mean, go to Party City and any popular any cartoon or superhero or any kind of thing like that is going to be you know aisle after aisle after aisle of that that's easy to do yeah. but if you're trying to be creative I, I have friends who are just so they're artsy and creative and they come up with their own thing you know the whole house is a mermaid theme or something like that and it's really cute yeah but that's going to take some extra time and effort and planning yes it is so uh, we, that was really fun to talk that out with my kids and then we would talk out like okay so if we're doing this theme do we want a pinata because we always made our pinatas Oh, cool. I'm looking at you, flower paste and balloons. You do that. Really? That's fun. Because mm-hmm, that's what my mom and dad did with me. I didn't even think to do anything else. Interesting. I don't know how to make a piñata. We need to put a link. Craft day. Yeah, uh, to, on our website to that. Because, yeah, it's really fun. And then you create a guest list. Like like I said, who were you going to invite? A couple of friends? Well, that's mm-hmm. easy to pick a date and time. You just call the couple moms. Well, and do you want it to be just kids? Or are you going to make the parents come too? Because I know a lot of parents are like, oh, i got to... I got to spend two hours at this kid's birthday party. And Although if they sometimes can drop them off, I get two free hours. You get two free hours when they're little. That's really special. And then when Houston was like 12, they went to like a shooting range and did some target shooting. Mm-hmm. And it was maybe five or six boys and their dads. Well, the dads were all about that. They loved coming to that. So that's it can not work your both, average kid's birthday Yeah, party. it can work both ways, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. It, there's, there's lots of things that you can do. And that was a fun, fun you know, kind of pricey activity that we just wrapped up into a birthday mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. Other things to consider. Are you doing balloons? What about your tables and chairs? What kind of music? Music is so important. As people are arriving, 
when you play music in the background, it breaks that awkward silence that happens mm-hmm. when people who get there don't know each other very well. Mm-hmm. There's just some other speech happening in right. the background, music. <laughs> and it's very important. So just get your, get your Spotify playlist out and figure out what you want to do. Yeah. And then if you're going to do a rental of any kind, you do have to check ahead of time, especially depending on the time of year. You know, yeah, those bounce houses. Can they even do those in the winter because the it gets so cold? And do you, would you want to be out there in the winter? I don't know. I just went to a fun kid's birthday party like two weekends ago, and they did the bounce house in our church's gym. Oh, that's like, fun. so clever. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Because they're always going to have a winter birthday party, and mm-hmm. it was so nice for the kids to run and run and run Depending in that on big space. where you are in the country and what you have available in your community, sometimes there's indoor pools, mm-hmm. um, like park and rec kind of places that you can rent for stuff like that. That's awesome. Or those uh, trampoline Oh, centers. yeah. I love stuff bouncing like on a trampoline. Mm-hmm. That was always so fun. Plus, then when they come home, they're really tired. Yes. <laughs> Just put them when, down for a nap. When, Okay, so that's like, you know, two months out. But then three to five weeks before the birthday party, you want to be thinking about your food. Fun fact, the Egyptians invented cake. So we have them to thank for this centuries-old tradition. And if you buy a cake, that can be expensive. So remember your budget. A lot of years I made the cake Mm -hmm. until my family made so much fun of me because Cinderella's slippers did not look like, or maybe it was Dorothy's ruby slippers. I think that's what it was. I tried to make Dorothy's ruby slippers for Emma's birthday cake. And David laughed so hard <laughs> when he saw that cake. <laughs> Do we have a picture? Can we? I, I, probably. I can find it. We okay. can put it online. Yes, please. Yeah. He laughed so hard. I said, that's it. I'm not doing that again. We're now buying a cake every We're year. Now buy- you, you, sir, just bought the next 10 years worth of cakes. <laughs> that's awesome. So just consider, but you know, that's expensive. So maybe I should have gone the cupcake route. Right. Okay. And now the same goes for bringing stuff to school and having people over to your house. Now that you have to think about allergies. Oh yeah. So if you are having, you know, nut free, dairy free, gluten free, egg free people. Well, okay. That's what cake is made of. (laughs) So what are you going to have instead? I guess you could go with the whole, the strawberry sort of thing or whatever. But yeah, you have to consider that. Because people just aren't going to You could have an Italian-themed birthday and have fruit for dessert. Oh, that would <laughs> Good. be I don't think that's going to fly. Because kids are wanting cake and ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the yeah. fun part. Um, so what else do you do ahead of time? Oh, you're picking your games and activities. Okay, this is the funnest part. And, yeah. and you need... Okay, here's the deal, ladies. If you are not great at this, I bet you have a friend who is. Bonnie is like a great oh. person to go to for fun games. Don't throw me out there. <laughs> and and I have a couple of young mom friends that if, when I was hosting a party just this month, I was like, y'all, you're so fun. Cut, like, what would be a fun game? Well, sure enough, yeah. 15 minutes later, they're texting me and I'm set for my fun games. Awesome. I mean, there's all these minute to win it stuff out there now that's really fun for, you we know, elementary. We totally did that. That's fun. Yeah. Um, you can Google. Pinterest is good for that kind of thing, too. It, it's The party games can just be the funnest. Mm-hmm. Like the obstacle course we were talking about and just all the other things. The detective party, I think we had like a mystery they had to solve. I mean, it's just so Scavenger fun. Scavenger hunts. Yeah, fun Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. It's getting them out there moving. Don't do any phone games. Because no. there are phone games, too, but don't do those. No. Yeah. Okay. And then are you going to do party favors? If you are, think ahead. But that, to me, that was usually just more junk. If, if I was going to send them home with something, I wanted them to have something that mom wasn't going to go, well, thank you for that. Yeah. Do you think people expect that now? 
the I favor? Don't, I don't see it as much. Well, uh, the party I just went to, the bounce house party, they had little party, party favors, little notepads for the kids. Mm-hmm. Which I'm always for a notepad because it's not screen related. That used to be such a big deal. Maybe it has fallen off a little bit mm-hmm. more. But yeah, it was like the kids that come to the birthday party. And the remember who the party's for and what it's for to celebrate the child and see the one child whose birthday it is. Does that mean that the sibling has to get a present too and all the friends need presents too? It kind of defeats the purpose of who the day is for. Yeah, definitely. We never, never, never did an additional present. We didn't the, either. On the it's child's like birthday. You will get your turn. Yeah. We're learning. It's a discipline to learn to focus on someone celebrate in love else. and celebrate them. Yep. So, yeah, party favors, no party favors. I felt like if you did a, a really lovely, um, you know, table of snacks mm-hmm. or dinner and cake, you know, that was a gift. It is. That you and shared your with your guests. And everything else. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And then what about invitations? More and more, I'm seeing text invitations yeah. cute ones email ones little like cute little images not just like a text note necessarily sure. um, but some people still love to do paper and we'll we'll mail them that's that's over 50 cents i know postage a, these days a card now yeah so it's a real that's a real that's a big chunk of budget, budget buster mm-hmm. and one site said only 60 percent of your people will respond and Listen, I've hosted a lot of stuff this fall. It was not 60%. No, I think people just don't. Or if they do, you can't count on that answer being true. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So some that say yes, won't. And some that say no, show up anyway. Yeah. So if you, kind really, of a, <sighs> if you really need to know, you reach back out. Yeah. Which is going to be on our timeline as, as it gets closer. So I usually over invite when mm-hmm. I host something that it's like, an, you know, when I'm building an invitation list, I invite way more than I know I can hold in my house or my backyard knowing that so at least they say 25 to 30 percent are not coming yes yeah but then they like to be invited right right (laughs) consider your personality when you're making the guest list are you a people pleaser right 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 and then do you need signage like you know party this way or balloons on the mailbox yeah be thinking ahead of time something fun outside Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then about a week before two to seven days before then you call those folks who didn't let you know Mm mm-hmm Guilt them into responding. <laughs> Follow directions. Okay, then you're kind of writing a rough order, like an agenda of what's going to ha- go down at the mm-hmm. party, right? Mm-hmm. Confirm the entertainer. One place said, I'm like, what entertainer? Me. Uh, David, you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> David's stand-up routine now for you, children. No, like a clown yeah. or a magician or... I don't know. Whoever, yeah. The BGs, whoever you yep. decided to book yep. for that day. Or, or really confirming the venue, you do want to reach back out and just be sure, hey, you've got me down. There's no snafus here. Mm-hmm. Right. And then see whether the child is willing to donate some toys, clothes, or other things that you've outgrown to make room for the gifts that are coming in. That's we, always a great discipline. We did not do that before birthdays. I love this idea. We did it before Christmas. Yeah, we did too. We always did a big clean out. You could go to Goodwill and see things from your closet at any given time in December at my house. I don't know whether my kids knew that's what we were doing, but that's what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. So that's a great, great idea. Then you're going to want to shop for your groceries and prep ahead because I want to enjoy the party too. Right. So anything I can do to make ahead, mm-hmm. freeze it or refrigerate it, I'm doing that. That's absolutely. Yes. And then if you're going to serve pizza or I don't know, Chinese, whatever your carry out is, go ahead and place your order. Yep. Yep. Make sure they have it. Wrap the birthday gifts. Okay, I would say I was 50-50 on this at best, but it is so much more pleasant if I wrapped the gifts ahead. It was kind of a nice little ritual. Think about the child. 
the blessing they are in our house we have this hundred year old piano in our foyer and it's really tall and you can see it when you're coming down the stairs which that's where my kids rooms were uh-huh. and usually i don't know week and a half or something before i'm i'm gathering birthday items that they're gonna have and those would sit wrapped on the top of the piano for like a week so it just builds this anticipation of, how fun oh i can't wait i can't wait I oh these that's uh, so fun bonnie cards that come in from ants go up on the piano so they know the day of that's what happens and in our house you weren't supposed to open anything until after dinner so you kind of had to wait Ooh. all day for that final thing wow unless there was a party or something going on right right oh that's a wow way to that way to build the buzz yeah that's good job (laughs) (laughs) and then you do want to go ahead and buy your party supplies you know your plates your napkins your cups you know matches candles how many years was i scrambling at the top of my pantry do i have enough candles do i have birthday candles? candles yeah the trick kind, you know, that mm-hmm. go out, we would have a mismatch of them. Yeah. Some had been used, some had not been used. Yeah. yeah. I, I always forgot the candles. Yeah. Always. So you can, you know, do that ahead. And then just before the party starts that day, you're going to want to, you know, set out your food and drinks, turn on that music, set the tone, have some fun, set out your candles and your um, matches or your little, you know, big lighter that you're going to need. So you're not scrambling for it when everybody's ready to, to sing. Uh, get your phone charged up and have it ready for pictures or videos and have a pen and paper handy to write down what people give you. I, I haven't been to a party mm. in a long time where people open the gifts while guests were there. Oh, yeah, we did that. Uh, we did, too. But That's it's fun because you bring the gift together. Lots of times mom and child shop for it together and yeah. they want to see. Yeah, they want to see you open it. And, and we did, whether you opened it you know, during the party or after, we wrote all that down because it was required yes. to write thank you cards. Mm-hmm. If they're going to take the time to come and shop for you. Yep. We we required that. It's the preciousness of others thing. That was a given. And then I always do like to take photos right before the party starts to see oh, everything yeah, to like see what's perfect. There. And yep. it was just, it's a nice memory. I, I have some of those on my digital picture frame, like their graduation parties and things that, yeah, just the quiet before the storm. Uh-huh. That's fine. Such precious memories. It's kind of a cute idea, too, if you're taking pictures of guests who come. Put that in the thank you card. Just print that out real quick. Oh, and stick a, that in the thank you card. You can even just write on the back of that photo. Yeah. Pop it in an envelope. I, I love think, that. If you printed it on a, a cardstock or something. Yeah. yeah. That's so fun. clever. So I don't know. Like, if you have multiples, twins, triplets, or if well, like one of our friends has children born several years apart, yet they share the same birthday mm-hmm. and every year you're having to juggle this times two or three um i don't know what you do i guess you just have it on the same day and that's just what they've always known yeah i mean i have a friend who has their kids both born in december and they yeah they just do a bigger combo party she is so clever though she did a table for the boy and then a table for the girl the boys got his food on his table and her food with his little themed cupcakes and uh-huh. her little themed cupcakes. And I, it seemed, they they seemed really happy about it. I think the kids don't mind so much, but it does add mm-hmm. to the, what you have to do to prepare and plan. And oh, think she, of the, yeah. If you're trying to see and notice and celebrate, you know, a child, it's not just a child. It's two of you at once, mm-hmm. but they're separate. Mm-hmm. I, that would be a lot tougher. Well, and the, and she didn't even like, she's so crafty. So she did a lot of handmade things and that was, a joy to her mm. so you don't I'm not saying you have to do that moms I'm just saying like she loves to do that yeah so she did you know his theme and her theme and they didn't they weren't matchy matchy and I loved it 
cool. I was like, it was so, it was so filled with love. Just individual enough mm-hmm. to yeah. make them see, yeah, feel seen, yeah, and celebrated. Absolutely, on the same day. yeah, absolutely. So, whew, if you have multiples, or if you have kids with the Peace same be birthday, with you. yeah. <laughs> wow, absolutely. So, Madeline Lingle has this great quote that we both really love. It says. The great thing about getting older is that you don't lose all the other ages that you have been. I love that. She is in that fun. She's an amazing science fiction author, but also theologian. She just she's just an incredibly talented writer. Mm-hmm. Her Wrinkle in Time series is how I discovered her. Yep. Emma just went nuts over that series in seventh grade, sixth grade, something like that. Yep. She's right. She's right. You know, the fifteen year old Renee's still in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thirty year old Renee, still in there. I know. Sometimes you know, 15-year-old Bonnie still thinks she can do those things. And her body today <laughs> says, no, no, no. Incorrect. But that's okay. Yeah. And so, you know, it's good to remember that, that we're, we live in a culture that really, really idolizes youth. And it can be a downer for us, you mm-hmm. know, as moms. We celebrate it in our children, but it can feel like a downer to us as moms. But I right, don't want it to what be. We say, no, no more birthdays. I'm not having any more. I'm yeah. stopping at 29. No. Baloney. No, no. We don't all get the benefit and the blessing mm-hmm. of getting older. Yes. So celebrate that. Yeah, we've had we've we've lived long enough we've seen that happen with dear people to us. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I'm always celebrating the next birthday. Always, always, always. Yeah. It's beautiful. Awesome. Well, we're gonna have a link to that building that pinata and some of these other lists and, <laughs> Woo-hoo, and party fun. planning ideas on our website at justaskyourmom.com. Please connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and take five seconds to rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends and family. And thank you for this topic suggestion. Keep them coming. You can send them to us at justaskyourmompodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on Just, Just Ask, Ask Your, your Mom. Mom.